Hello and welcome to Effort Go Travel. We are your hosts, Crystal and Sapphire. Journey with us in navigating all things travel from a very unfiltered female perspective. Think of us as your travel hosts that will help guide you in your travel journey with some laughs and tears along the way. Join us as we give tips and insight, share stories, and just serve as your go-to travel gurus and hosts. Crystal here. That's right. This podcast isn't just to help you plan your travel adventures. It's meant to inspire and support our fellow female solo travelers, or as we like to call, travel hoes, and of course, entertain. We will speak on all things travel, and I mean all things travel. We will release a monthly podcast that will do a deep dive into a travel topic, followed by a travel story episode that can range from awe-inspiring to heart-wrenching to true crime with a little ratatouille thrown in between. Well, the fuck we waiting for? Let's go and start our episode, ya travel hoes. Yay, more quarantine time. In our third episode of We'd Love to Talk About Travel, but we're still in quarantine, so we will be talking about travel in relation to the quarantine. We will go over some helpful tips on how to cope during this time, a walkthrough on how you can make a vision board for your future travel dreams and goals in life in general, and steps you can take to make those dreams a reality. Essentially, this is the travel hole version of the quarantine glow up. If you hadn't checked out our first episode yet, we had covered some things you can do to keep your sanity in quarantine, as well as ways to help you reframe your mind and find peace in yourself. Definitely check out that episode. Right now, we'd like to offer you more help and suggestions on how to cope. Know that it's okay to not be okay. These are unprecedented times. Are you on TikTok until 5 a.m.? Worse yet, are you making TikToks? Reaching for you fifth bag of Cheetos? Are you finally coming to terms with your casual alcoholism? Are you texting your toxic ex? Are you finally succumbing to your nihilistic mind prison? Don't beat yourself up over these things, if any or all of these things apply. We are in a freaking pandemic, ho. But just as you may have found yourself in this hole, know that it's also within your power to climb out of it, with the proper tools and self-care, of course. This episode talks on glowing up and visualizing your travels post-COVID, but do make sure you're okay first. How to cope in quarantine. Keep your cool with the ones you love. To add to what Sapphire said, if you're struggling with getting along with your family or spouse or roommates or whoever you're now quarantined with, Recognize that a lot of what you and them are going through is most likely due to being in lockdown and feeling like you're no longer in control of your life. Basically, it's understandable that almost everyone is on edge and fights are bound to happen. Before you start taking out your frustrations, anxiety, pent-up craziness on someone, think about how you would normally react if you weren't actually in quarantine, if you still had a stable job, a routine, your own space, a social life, freedom, would you still want to say those same words that you want to say to whoever that you think is setting you off? Maybe you still do, but don't. Try to find peace by finding yourself and other members in your household, activities and hobbies 
that can take your attention and their attention away from picking on each other. Do something each day that you enjoy. This might sound like an obvious thing, but it's an obvious thing that is hard to put into action when we're not being our normal selves. You might be thinking that there is nothing you currently enjoy because your life sucks, and if that is the case, do something that you think you will enjoy based on past experience. If you still can't think of anything, do something that relaxes you. I personally find that there are certain activities that have a high probability of picking up my mood, even when my brain is telling me no. So, if you typically enjoy baking, for example, but your brain is telling you, "Nah, you don't want to bake. It's too much work compared to just lying on the couch," do it anyway. Chances are you will feel better and maybe return to your normal baseline mood, which will then help you get through the rest of your day. Don't think of yourself as stuck or as regressing. As mentioned in our first episode by our guest Amy, don't think of yourself as stuck. Rather, think of yourself as on pause. So recently, I was talking to Sapphire about how I'm afraid of returning to my awkward self, unable to deal with social anxiety after being alone for so long. The skill of being able to meet new people and Make new friends in social settings is one that I had to learn and practice by really putting myself out there. So naturally, I'm thinking that I will lose a skill over the quarantine, along with any other gains that I had before this pandemic. But this is a really silly way to look at things because I was able to learn those skills, so I'm sure to be able to learn them back. The skills might become rusty, but my ability to regain those skills do not go away. And the same goes for you guys. You're definitely not regressing, and worrying about it definitely isn't going to do anything for you. This is a time of challenge, and you really want to think about how you can use the gains you've had and the things that you've learned up until this lockdown to get through this challenge, not how you have regressed. Maintain and establish routines. So my morning routine, after screaming into my pillow from existential dread and boredom, is as follows: I fix myself some green tea. I do my morning workout shred. I get on my skincare routine. I do some meditation, and then I go for a walk around my neighborhood. But I'm totally fucking joking. I do at most three out of five of these things first thing, but I consider it a win totally when I can do at least half these habits before noon. Right now. Is really showcasing that we are creatures of habit and routine, and that we can quickly become aimless without the daily structures that our pre-COVID society had paved for us. The closure of businesses and institutions have people no longer commuting to work, and students are now to study remotely. Now is the time to maintain your usual daily routine and establish productive new habits as best as you can in this current void of a physical workforce that most had previously centered their days around. For example, if you no longer have a morning commute, you can emulate it by walking around your neighborhood sometime before the start of your day. Doing something like this will maintain your productive rhythm, as well as ensure your whole day isn't an endless claustrophobic cycle of moving between your bed and your desk or your couch. Regardless of your employment status, do the best you can to establish habits that will contribute to your quarantine glow up. So our suggestions of what these glow-up habits could be will be discussed shortly. Adopt a dog from your local shelters. 
I've actually attempted to adopt a dog, a little puppo, from a couple of my local shelters, but it's it fell through and it was a little bit bittersweet because all the dogs were uh, adopted out because apparently everyone had the same thought and idea to adopt, you know, like a furry little friend to make your time in quarantine a little bit more fulfilling. Um, yeah, so we were trying to adopt like a beagle and I was even looking at like a pit bull <laughs> that wasn't really house trained um, but someone beat me to it and yeah that's my adoption story that didn't come to, to fruition but I almost became a dog mom I think adopting a dog is a great idea and if you already have a dog or multiple do take your dog on walks and hikes to places that you haven't been to before Although this might be dependent on where you live, but for me, I personally have discovered several parks just around my neighborhood that really made me appreciate the easily accessible nature that we have in BC. And this is saying a lot because I am not a nature person. And yet recently, I've just been mind blown every single time I randomly stumble upon just a random park that looks like a freaking forest. And these were all walking distance from my house. Each and every single one of these parks make me feel like I'm in a different world and like a whole different terrain. It definitely does not feel like I'm in my neighborhood still. I think whichever people did the planning of this really deserve props because it's pretty cool to be walking in your suburban neighborhood and then suddenly end up like you're in the middle of a forest. So actually I would describe this as being in a different world or like you're being taken back in time and getting a glimpse of how the neighborhood used to look like before any development happened, like before any of the houses were built and the rows came about. Basically just untouched in nature. Pretty cool. Yeah, I know my dog looks forward to her afternoon walk every day because she disappears into her corner when I'm working. And as soon as she hears me walk upstairs to get changed, she'll run out of her chill spot and run upstairs with me, expecting me to get changed and get ready for a walk. That has been our daily routine up until yesterday, basically, because I have moved and I'm now in a different place and we will now have a different routine. Take advantage of your local free mental health resources. So I'm currently seeing a free online therapist. I'm not at all like ashamed to say that. Um, and it was for the whole purpose to help me through some issues that existed before the pandemic, but that the pandemic has all the more exacerbated, of course. And it's definitely helping me reframe this time as a pause rather than regressing into myself destructive mind prison and this is through some powerful tools and like thought experiments that i'm currently doing now through email though it's only once a week and through um, writing it's been a great help um, with boosting my overall mood um, and mental health yeah definitely don't feel ashamed and um, even if you feel like you don't need therapy I think that if you have the means you you definitely should try it out because no one's life is perfect and no one is perfect at handling their life you don't want to wait until your problems are too huge to deal with it just like how you wouldn't want to wait until you're sick to start taking vitamin C meditate 
And you can do this with apps like Headspace, Calm, and Aura, which is some apps that we've mentioned in a previous episode, and also through guided meditation playlists uh, from the likes of Deepak Chopra, Donna DeCruz, uh, Steve Chana, uh, to kickstart your day or to help you wind down before you tuck in at night so you can get out of that cycle of racing anxious thoughts <laughs> that I have nightly sometimes. Bullet journal. So bullet journals are a place where you can put in your daily and weekly to-dos and your monthly mantras, and in the most aesthetic way possible. It's super therapeutic while keeping you on track. They're a really fun way to maintain your routines if you're more quote-unquote left brain oriented. And bullet journals are a perfect outlet to practice both your artistic side and also your uh, getting your shit together organizational skills side. Um, we've linked some of our favorite bullet journal Instagram accounts in the podcast description if you're interested. I was recently organizing my old things and I came across my old journals from back in junior high. There was one entry where I actually wrote, I realize I want a boyfriend who likes Beyblade. And for those of you who don't know what Beyblade is, it's an old anime about spinning tops. So yeah, if anything, keep a journal just so you can have some LOLs in the future. LOL, what a weeb. <laughs> like, you know, you know, like that Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme? It's like a weeb calling a weeb a weeb. <laughs> because I was definitely a Kriaboo weeb in high school. But anyways. Do some cleaning. It's a mindless task that doesn't require a lot of brain power and you get a clean living space. Do some reorganization of things you have planned to do but kept putting off. We all have those on our to-do list that never gets done because it's never important enough to be a priority. Well, now is the time to find some embarrassing old journals. Get the tangible things in your life in order. You might not have control over what's happening with the lockdown and the pandemic, but you sure do have control over how your bedroom looks. Hopefully, if you are not like Sapphire and I. I would totally agree. Like... The way your space looks is kind of a reflection of like how the state of your mind is. So if your space is hectic, I'm a firm believer that your mind is too. It's kind of like a messy feedback loop where if you leave everything out and your dishes out, you're just going to be not in a good state of mind and vice versa. Make a vision board for a future you'll manifest. A vision board is a collage of images, pictures, and affirmations of one's dreams and desires designed to serve as a source of inspiration and motivation and to use a law of attraction to attain goals. It's to help you identify your vision and give it clarity. In my view, a vision board is an opportunity for you to dream big and worry about the logistics later. Now that we're in quarantine, I think this is a great time to dream about what you want to do after the quarantine and to go back to the drawing board, so to speak, on your plans. So, if you currently don't have much to do, follow along as we go over the simple steps to creating a vision board. Actually, two vision boards. We're making two. A vision board is traditionally created with physical supplies, such as a poster board or a whiteboard, glue and scissors, markers, stickers, inspiring quotes, magazines for cutouts. But since we're in the middle of a quarantine, 
we might not have all those supplies on hand, so we suggest creating one digitally. There are apps out there that make this easy for you to create vision boards digitally, which we will link in our podcast description. To create a vision board is really not that complicated, but to make it one that will inspire and motivate you is a different story. So to start, list the places that are on your bucket list. If you don't have any, that's okay. Just go on Pinterest or Instagram or your favorite photo sharing social media, whichever one that is, and look for travel photos that inspire you. If you're using Instagram, try browsing through travel-related accounts as they sometimes include insightful captions that you might also want to use, like our Epic Go Travel Instagram, which we update weekly three times a week with pretty photos and inspiring stories. Shameless plug. I also like to use my friends' accounts because, you know, I'm sure we all had those FOMO moments, like when you saw your friends' Mexico photos, you thinking that you also want to attend a phone party, go diving, hiking. Yeah, we all had those FOMO moments. And guess what? You can do those things too, starting by putting them on your vision board. On a more serious note, if you are struggling with feeling FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, and um, this feeling is, is so serious that it's eating away at you, then I would suggest that you remind yourself that you really can't compare what other people are doing to what you're doing because we all have our own different journey to take and this journey is how you can become your own person. There is a difference between getting ideas from other people as opposed to feeling like you need to copy what they're doing otherwise you're somehow missing out. You really can't be following somebody else's journey. So yeah, just remember that your time will come. Maybe it's not now or tomorrow or next month or even next year, but rest assured it will. Anyway, back to the vision board. So now that we have the places covered, next are the activities, food, experiences, and whatever else that interests you and that you want to try. For example, have you always dreamed of exploring an island on a bike, swim with whale sharks? Or maybe nothing that mind-blowing, but something simple and on the ratchet side like getting high and picking up hot guys? Actually, that could be pretty mind-blowing. Put it all on there because no one's judging. Well, someone might judge, but that's okay. This is your vision board and if you can't even put whatever you want on there, then, well, you should be able to put whatever you want on there. <laughs> Next, list the attributes, skills, and traits that you see yourself having during those travels. For example, physical attributes, language skills, or social skills. Like, do you want to be able to meet a lot of people during your travels? Do you see yourself as being physically fit? How we are at home is not necessarily the same as how we are while traveling, so I think it's reasonable to try and explore different sides of yourself in your vision board. After you have your list, type each item into Pinterest or Instagram or wherever you like to go for pretty photos and find images representing each item in your list. For locations, select specific landmarks to help you visualize better. 
Don't forget to find inspirational and motivational quotes that speak to you as well, because those are also very important. Finally, lay out the photos and text you've chosen and piece them together in whichever way your creative side of the brain is telling you. Steps to make a general vision board. Traveling is great and all, but the uncertainty of the future due to the pandemic means we might need to expand our visions. So in addition to the travel vision board, we definitely encourage creating another one independent of traveling that lays out your short and long-term goals and visions. This can include things like personal relationships, career, personal growth, and that type of stuff. Do you see yourself getting married in five years, living in a house in 10 years, or perhaps running your own company while jet-setting across the globe? The last one is sapphires, and mine would be all three of them. Your vision board doesn't have to be perfect and it isn't set in stone. Leave some room for future add-ons and don't feel conflicted about updating it. The whole point of your vision board is to inspire and motivate you, and you can only do that by allowing yourself the freedom to dream and express your vision however you like. So don't be afraid to put down getting high and picking up hot guys if that is what your vision is. With time, your vision will become clearer and clearer, so dream big because why not? Place your vision board somewhere where you will see it as often as possible. Use it to visualize your goals as if they were manifested. See yourself achieving them and imagine what that would be like. Also, share your vision board with your friends on social media like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and I don't know, wherever else that you are on. Encourage your friends to make one too because you might be able to get ideas from each other and of course inspire each other. We will be posting our respective vision boards on our Epico Instagram Insta- in our on our Epico Instagram. I'm gonna try that again. <laughs> <laughs> We will be sharing our vision boards on our Instagram, which is Ethico Travel. That is Ethico Travel. Shameless plug. Five goals you can accomplish during quarantine with your vision board. Becoming a digital nomad. So some examples of skill sets you could capitalize on to become a digital nomad include writing, video editing, marketing, transcribing, proofreading, being a virtual assistant, which is essentially what I'm doing right now. So there's a platform called Skillshare where you can use it as like um, a springboard to learn general introductory skills in things like creating, um, business management, and even some general self-improvement like, oh, I want to learn how to meditate. Um, I also took a class on interior design fundamentals on this platform, um, and it really set into motion uh, my consideration for interior design as a next career move. And another platform you can use um, if you're interested in typing and transcription is uh, Canscribe, and you can use this platform if your typing speed is decent. Uh, yeah, you can you can um, enroll in their transcription courses where you can learn to become a medical transcriptionist for healthcare documentation. 
and there is also Udemy and Code Academy for things like web design, uh, data analytics, and coding if you're interested in becoming a jet setting programmer. And as an example of a jet setting uh, programmer, Crystal and I actually know someone who freelances doing virtual reality and augmented reality uh, related work remotely for different companies. And he has a flexibility to bring his young family with him in any part of the world, which is super enviable. Last we checked, uh, he was in Thailand, and it's such digital nomad lifestyle goals. <laughs> um, and lastly, there are also Ivy League universities that offer free online courses, depending on your interests. And I just enrolled into one on data science at MIT. I'm looking forward to the challenge, uh, and also so that I can brag that I'm basically an MIT alumnus. Platforms where you can get hired to kickstart your freelance career as a digital nomad. Some freelance platforms you can start up your freelance services with are as follows. There's remote.co, there's Upwork, which I'm sure you might have heard of, and also, of course, freelancer.com, and there's Fiverr, for the really baby beginners that want to offer up their services for free uh, for, for, at low cost. And lastly, there's um, Hoth and Verblio, uh, which are great platforms if you're also interested in getting easily into copywriting. These will also be in our podcast description. Learn proficient levels of another language as a digital nomad. If you're going to be working in another country for an extended time, you're best off knowing proficient levels of a local language. Though you'll learn much of the language and its colloquialisms over time, it's best to be a step ahead and learn prior to coming into the country. For example, if you're planning on working in Bali for an extended time, you should probably learn some Balinese before you visit. This will also cement your commitment to becoming a digital nomad, as you would be slower to waste away your newly learned language by not putting it into practice in the place you intend to travel to. And there's apps like Duolingo that could help you learn some key phrases and even some conversational skills. Ensure your finances are in order to take on a digital nomad lifestyle. Learn how to invest smart. Budget your travels accordingly so there are no surprises later. And by that we mean have a lot of cushion. Just, just save a lot. Take on minimalism for a nomadic lifestyle. I don't know about you guys, but... Even after getting rid of a bunch of my wardrobe, I still have a bunch of wardrobe. I mentioned this tip earlier as one of the things that you can do to help you regain some control in your life along with cleaning. Well, besides the therapeutic effects cleaning and organizing can bring, making sure that your things are properly organized, put away, and labeled in general will make last minute moving and packing so much easier in the future. Goal number two, becoming a solo traveler. Learn about the cultures you intend to travel to. Are you planning on traveling to a couple different countries in your manic quarter-life crisis circuit after this all blows over? If so, learn the social etiquette fundamentals of each culture you visit so you don't experience culture shock or commit an awkward social faux pas. If you're like me and would prefer to not always be in a foreigner bubble, learning about the culture is especially important. For instance, if you're planning on, on including East Asia in your jet-sitting circuit, you should know that Japanese and Korean cultures are generally not kissers and huggers, particularly during introductions. In Korea, there is an implicit age hierarchy where you must respect your elders, even if they're close to you in age. 
You should also learn the drinking rituals. In Japan, you never pour your own drink and wait until everyone is served and does a cheers or a kanpai before you down your shot. In general Asian cultures, you should know to take off your goddamn shoes before you go into houses. <laughs> this is a hard and fast rule that Crystal and I still observe as Asian Canadians. I was actually about to commission a custom sign for my apartment that says take off your goddamn shoes. So learning cultural norms and rituals would also be helpful in becoming a digital nomad so you can be respectful to others in countries you're working. Yeah, actually in, in Japan, there's also an implicit age hierarchy for sure. I think Same. in just general Asian cultures for sure. Like, but in Korea, like it's to the extent where like their language shifts to be more like formal. Yes, yeah, same with Japanese, and I have a friend that moved to Japan for like years, and like her her Japanese was already pretty good when she moved there, and she was still struggling with like learning like the formal like how to speak to her boss and stuff, so and like, how to like not ever get out of being passed a drink when you're out <laughs> on a corporate like outing. Yeah, I I don't know how she does it, and then she was comment is quite funny. Like I have non-Asian non-Asian friends that just is like um you don't need to take your shoes off and I'm just like oh what do you uh. mean <laughs> you're gonna wear shoes in your kitchen <laughs> yeah like that that definitely feels weird to me I can't figure out if like I'm the one being weird or they're the one being weird so we also suggest learning something new about another country or culture for the purpose of opening up our views and reducing any unconscious bias we may have about a particular country or social groups. In our previous episode, we talked about the surge in racism and xenophobia against mostly Asians but other races as well, sparked by the pandemic. In researching and speaking on that topic, both Safar and I have realized the importance of being able to recognize unconscious also known as implicit bias, especially in the midst of all the racism, stereotyping, blame games among countries, skewed media narratives and portrayals happening right now. By doing your own research and learning about other cultures that you are unfamiliar with, you can start to develop new attitudes and not be influenced by any unconscious biases you may hold about a particular place or group of people that you are not aware of. Perhaps it might even open up new possibilities of places you can visit that were not anywhere close to making it onto your bucket list before. This topic is going to be in one of our upcoming episodes, so stay tuned for that. Learn about the cuisine of the cultures you intend to travel to. I don't know about you guys, but for me, food is freaking life. Like, I would literally travel for food, which is why I plan to visit uh, Singapore and Kuala Lumpur sometime, because that's just like... I don't know, such a crossover of different flavorful cultures. Uh, yeah, flavorful cuisines. So I tend to research the staple dishes of anywhere I plan to visit, and I'm always sure to include local and traveler-endorsed food and bar favorites into my itinerary. Learn the basic language of cultures you intend to visit. Beyond please and thank you, you should probably also learn key phrases like, she's a dumb tourist, charge her more, or I can't believe she stepped into a trafficking ring, take her, to keep you aware and on your toes. But in all seriousness, learn the language basics of how to introduce yourself, how to ask for directions, how to take a food order at a restaurant, how to flirt, cause you know, 
How to request for another drink. You get the idea. Research the historical sites and attractions of countries that you intend to visit. Pin those temples, castles, old towns, museums, and be sure to include them into your vision board. Listen to our podcast. That will talk more on solo female traveling in future episodes. Shameless plug. Goal number three, hitting health and fitness. I've been on a fitness kick um, with this YouTube influencer called Chloe Ting, and it's been fucking amazing for me because I can't live out my hot girl summer outside. I gotta live it inside. And so I'm channeling this desire um, by finally updating my secret thirst account on Instagram. That I plan on showing my gains and assets with Nam Singh. So other fitness things you can do right now um, are dance classes and personal training sessions that are being promoted on Instagram. Um, because now is the time to take advantage of those cheap uh, remote classes. And all you have to do really do is look into your favorite YouTube choreographers or local studios online and see um, that their online offerings, because I'm sure they would they would have had to adapt to the situation too to keep their business afloat. And I was actually taking bachata fundamentals for a while so I don't lose my skills. So now that you have tons of time, there's really no excuse to not pay more attention to your diet. And my favorite app to track my basic uh, macros with so that they're in line with my fitness goals right now is an app called LifeSum. But anyways, uh, back to cooking at home. Um, though it's great to support your local restaurants um, once in a while, cooking whole meals for yourself at home is super fulfilling and not to mention so much cheaper. And I would recommend going to relatively deserted Asian grocery stores for your weekly grocery runs to help keep them afloat at this time because I'm sure they were very negatively impacted from racial assumptions <laughs> and not to mention um, cut down on those cashier lineups because not many, not as many people are going to those Asian grocery stores and on a tangent Asian grocery stores are actually being the most um, cautious right now um, in our town at least because they're doing mandatory temperature checks at the door and making masks compulsory so beat that other grocery chains goal number four personal growth get to be a well-read bitch get through books both paper and audio throughout the day taking a huge shitter on the toilet that's taking a long time get through the audiobook taking a long soak in the bath bring that book in do you have time in between screaming into a pillow tuck into that book <laughs> yeah before i go scream into my pillow I, I think i'll read a book instead as tempting as it is to binge watch netflix or whatever other addicting series you're watching put on something different once in a while try not to feed your brain with too much garbage i personally stay away from tv series so i will not feel tempted to netflix all day and night but I mean, I'm also dealing with eye problems and uh, a lack of a Netflix account, and so those also deter me from watching anything. But as I like to say, you can't get hooked if you never get started. But of course, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with some guilty pleasures, especially if it's between watching trash TV or aspiring into alcoholism. We do what we have to do to keep ourselves afloat. 
for sure. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> I'm such a binger. And I personally have to endorse a couple Netflix series, which are all like UK-based crime dramas. <laughs> so one, obviously Sherlock, if you haven't seen that already. Two, The Bodyguard. And three, uh, Killing Eve, if it's uh, available in your region. And the fourth that I can think of, um, this one called Marcella. Oh, it's so good, you guys, it's so good. Perfect or take on new hobbies. I'm trying to get into woodworking so I can dr I can build my dream bookshelf and entryway bench because I want to be Pinterest goals, you know? You know, I want that curated look, curated bohemian look. And I'm also trying to dance more. Um, so, because as I said, like now is the time to take advantage of the cheap drop-in rates happening with remote classes happening on Zoom and on Instagram Lives. And get into cooking and baking so you can jump on that fucking banana bread and I'll go on a coffee train like if you want to whisk coffee for 45 minutes and lastly um study photography to have the skills of maybe even an intermediate photographer with the first subject being yourself I've seen a surgeons of FaceTime photo shoots on Instagram which is how I'm going to be posting uh my thoughtstagram my secret thirst account oh actually lastly start a podcast Develop good habits and shed bad ones. Find three small daily habits that you would like to change or have that requires no more than five to ten minutes of your time and commit to them. So maybe start with one and then add on as you go. For example, shower every morning, eat a fruit, meditate, stretch in the morning, learn a new word. For me, it's trying to take my vitamins every day, flossing my teeth once a day, or no, sorry, twice a day, and brushing my dog's teeth once a day. I gave up trying to take a shower every day. Beyond developing good habits, you might have bad ones that you might want to shed. We all have our own vices that we rely on to help us get through the day, and it doesn't always mean smoking or drinking or doing drugs. It could be unsuspecting things like having bubble tea on the daily or doing too much online shopping. I didn't realize that my bubble tea drinking was considered a bad habit until I noticed huge drops of energy on days when I don't have any, and also when I looked up how much caffeine is actually in black tea. I think this only became obvious to me during quarantine because I'm home all day and I'm not doing drastically different activities so I'm able to notice changes in my energy level. Point is, our vices are not always that obvious. Oh, so for me, <laughs> I'm trying really hard to work out before I have breakfast and do that whole morning routine that I mentioned earlier, like you know, the tea drinking, the walking around, um, my Chloe Ting two-week workout shred, but all before breakfast. Um, and if I can check off like maybe three out of four of those, like that's 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 great. And I feel like my day has started on a good note. Goal number five. Loving relationships. Be the best version of yourself with the ones you love. For those struggling with being quarantined with others and can't wait to get away, this actually can be an opportunity for growth. Like mentioned earlier in the how to cope section, this is a time of challenge and where your qualities such as patience, understanding, compassion, etc. will be tested 
And because of that, it will be a chance for you to become an even better version of yourself. Practice being patient and empathetic. Try to understand the perspectives and feelings of those around you and be a support for them rather than trying to fix everyone's problems. During a time where we all feel like we don't have control over anything, very likely everyone is going to want to try and fix every little thing that's not going our way, but you don't need to do that. You can be the peace that calms everyone's anxiety. And when this quarantine is over, you will have practiced the skills that make you a better daughter, mother, girlfriend, wife, whatever you are. Have fun with online dating. You can use this time to level up your confidence, a quarantine glow up, if you will. When quarantine lifts, snare some boys from that replenished bad bitch energy, ho. Really work on yourself now that you have all the time in the world to. And this will translate really well in your dating prowess because, you know, people gravitate to confidence. Yeah, le- level up your your online dating profile, I guess. Is yeah, level like... up your online dating profile. Like, oh, look at me. I'm like traveling around my living room <laughs> with my glass of red wine. And I take my shoes off when I go inside. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> Maintain friendships and nurture new ones. So the following are some pretty awesome online games you can play um, with your friends. I know that we're trying to encourage social distancing but it's actually becoming a bit of a misnomer uh, for physical distancing which is the updated preferred term at least in our province because you should not be social distancing in fact you should be maintaining your friends and connections so everyone can stay sane right so these are some games you can play um, in the meantime so my first suggestion is space team which is super fun because you get to scream at and over your friends trying to man a spaceship so it doesn't like explode going in hyperdrive it's it's hard to explain but you should just play it there's jackbox which i'm sure you've heard of kahoots if you're really into quiz games and of course uh cards against humanity remote insensitivity um if you want to continue your offensive dark humor chops <laughs> during during this time and there's also house party if you haven't gotten an invite for that yet where you can do some really cool games um kind of facetime style uh like stuff like charades or like Pictionary. I would definitely got drunk last Friday <laughs> playing house party with my friend. And if you don't have that many friends during this time, that's okay. Honestly, neither do I. <laughs> you can find a number of online communities related to your interests, and a lot of them are extending their Discord servers that are dedicated to making friends. And This last suggestion, which is not a Discord server, but Reddit has a subreddit called r forward slash let's make friends here. Just to start, where you can make some really cool connections from people all over the world. And I'm in a couple Discord servers, um, including the let's make friends here subreddit, as well as a subtle Asian women um, Discord group that, that I got from Facebook. Yeah, and there are, actually, I just remembered this, there are also online virtual raves. If you are into festivals and raving, my friend invited me to this, the EDC virtual rave next weekend, and I mean, I have no idea how that's, 
how that's gonna be. But yeah, it will be interesting. And apparently there's this other DJ who was charging for for his virtual rave sessions. So apparently he does like these really cool light shows in his studio. What? Wow, what's gonna translate so well on screen? <laughs> yeah, like he really went above and beyond. Is everyone but, just gonna be popping Molly in the, like, their living room? I don't know, but I mean, for one, I I feel like you probably need to have the big TV screen for that, I think. But yeah, maybe some of you out there are into that. Anyway, do keep on building your support network. Reach out to the friends that you do have. As Sapphire mentioned, there are several ways you can virtually hang out and have fun with your friends. And if you feel like your friends are feeling a little bit distant, they're probably going through some shit of their own, so just remember to check up on them. Crystal and Sapphire life updates since the first episode. So I have had some mad abs forming that fluctuate depending on whether or not I'm spiraling. And it's kind of funny because the more I'm spiraling, the better I look. I've also taken the initiative to finally take care of and address my mental health through an online therapist that I talk to weekly. I have days where I feel pretty sedentary and I feel like I don't really accomplish much, but I try to stick to my routines as best as I can so I feel like I have a win from that day, at least one. I've also attempted to foster a dog, to foster and adopt a dog, much to my parents' opposition. This podcast has also been a welcome hobby during this time of pause. Do you guys know the amount of work that actually goes into a podcast? It's kind of crazy. I've also taken the time to carefully consider between two different career decisions that are web design versus interior design. And I've been going back and forth um, with obvious quarantine measures in place uh, between my quaint um, studio apartment and my parents uh, just to keep my just to keep my demons away because I do need some company some physical company once in a while and these two demons are my two isms which are my casual alcoholism and my not so casual nihilism and my ability to do the splits fluctuate did you did you mention that your abs fluctuate yeah I do I do right because like it would sound stupid for me to say this if you just so how about, like, how about like i can do the splits no i can't fully do the splits um yet but i'm getting close to being able to do front splits with my right leg forward it is getting pretty close that if you were filming me at 200 meters away i probably look like i'm doing a true front split that aside uh, I can't remember if I mentioned in the first episode of my current living conditions. So I'm kind of homeless in the sense that I don't have a permanent address. Um, not actually homeless, just that I'm in a strange place in my life where I don't quite have my own home. So I've been staying in the same place for three months now and in a few days I will be moving to another place for a month and after that I haven't quite figured out where I'll be staying and what I'll be doing but I have a month to figure that out. Before we sign off, we just want to ask you this. What are you doing during this time to keep yourself sane and well? 
There's a light at the end of this tunnel, yes. But what if he told you that the light you should be pursuing at this time is within yourself? Sure, quarantine won't last forever, and the darkness of staying inside will eventually lift. But what are you doing in the present to maintain your own light, your hope, and your sanity? Look forward to the days to come using your newly minted vision board that you can look at daily. Your life mantras and travel aspirations are in you. Now put it out into the universe and make shit happen. Take a look at Crystal and Naya's travel boards, which will be posted on our Instagram to get you started. We love to see what your travel dreams are. If you made a travel vision board or just a general vision board, we would love to see it. Share with us what you created by tagging us on Instagram at ethicotravel, that's E-F-F-I-T-G-O-Travel, or email us at ethicotravel at gmail.com. See you later, travel hoes, where we'll talk more on traveling in relation to the pandemic in the next episode.